Hey, boys and girls, uh, listen, this podcast is intended for mature audiences. So if you're not mature, and by that I mean under the age of 18, please uh, just put mommy's phone down, go play with your friends, uh, and uh, leave this one to the big boys. You got dumbass. Go away, bitch. Welcome to Last Two Brain Cells. We are two little boys named Austin and Donovan. Today is August 12th, 2023, and uh, this is episode three. Wow. And here... That's the P episode. Episode, yep, one is cum, two Two is is poo, poo, three three is pee, 50 is titties. And uh, here's a sneak peek of what's to come. And then it starts actually going. Yeah. I feel like that was my peeing experience. You know, gargling an IPA is very different than gargling a Coors Light. Yeah. You're like, what if I just didn't get squirted? I sometimes wish, like, what if I could have just been a cat? Yeah. All right, so how's it going, dude? Good, man. I'm feeling good. I'm excited for a nice day. It's only 103 today in Texas, which is like a blessing. It's only been worse than that. So 103, we'll take these. Yeah, that's like uh, put on the put on the puffer jacket. Exactly. I'm putting Another. on two beanies today. <laughs> you know me. Hey, so uh, we decided uh, we, we went to a nice breakfast this morning at a uh, the Pancake House. The original one. You won't believe this, you guys. The original Pancake House is in our area. You're not going to believe it's the first one and uh when we were there we did a little bit of planning for we this did. episode we we're did. way more organized today yeah today's a day about organization we're really like we're taking this podcasting thing seriously we were wearing the podcaster hat and we might have had it to the side maybe backwards but we're putting it on straight and uh center today Man. looking respectable do you ever did you ever have a phase where you wore your hats like slightly off to the side off like kilter. 45 degrees with a 5150 sticker on yeah. it <laughs> yeah that's not what it's called is it 5150 is uh, when you go crazy and you're, you got to go to like a, a mental institution what is it the 50 50 stickers you know what i'm talking yeah, about no i do the gold sticker the with the, the black gold, yeah like i bought this i actually bought this the sticker yeah that Which, shit was cool like you could make a killing selling counterfeit 50 whatever stickers oh we still can um but no you didn't you never did the the side with the tilt i did though i did i definitely did i remember at one point we made a sing-along music video in eighth grade to soldier boys uh what was it uh, it was another. It was a classic. It was a classic. Get silly. It was get silly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think I very much tipped my hat to the side for that one. And I got to give a tip of the hat to Soldier Boy. Yeah, a hero and a game console creator and many things. A trendsetter, Twitch um, streamer, twenty twenty four president, hero. Um, I would, I, dude, I Deity. would vote for Soldier Boy a hundred times before I voted for fucking Ron DeSantis. What, who? Yeah, that guy hates Disney World. I like <laughs> Disney World. Yeah, so part of the organization that we want to bring to the game this uh, episode is uh, we're bringing you baseball card stats. Uh, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Each week, we're just going to introduce ourselves and uh, say what's going on. Just bring a little fun fact. Yeah, so first up, my name is Austin. I'm seven foot three. I got a big, big set of shoes, uh, size 23s. What about you? That's it? That's it? Uh, yeah. No, okay. I'm just kidding. I was like, I was just looking at this baseball card and I was like, I wonder how many baseball players lie about their baseball stats. Like on my license, it says that I am 169 pounds and I wasn't 169 pounds, but I said I was and they believed it. So how many stats on baseball cards are lies? 
a lot. I think one thing we have to start off with is uh, we're not going to lie to you during these baseball card stats. That was the first one. It was a test, making sure you have your ears to the ground, detective work ready. We're not here to trick you, but that was a trick, and we got it out of the way. My actual stat, I can lick my elbow. Some people say it's not possible. I will show you otherwise. Mm, that's a good. Actually, I've seen you do it, but I haven't seen you do it in years. Oh, I just oh, 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 I was trying to lick my elbow. Now I got to lick the beer off my lap. Every episode, man. <laughs> At least we're consistent. That's like a segment now. These are white pants, and now they look like they're pee-pee yellow. No, it actually looks a this lot like cum, dude. <laughs> this looks like I just tried to make like a yellow snow cone. Yikes. Um, oh, man. I'll keep it. I think if I... I'll sit in it. I'll look, let it still stir a little bit. They are white, so you can probably bleach it out probably or you could drain let me just let me see if i can suck it out like a you know like a snake bite when your friend gets a snake bite and you have to suck wait wait out. I, I should suck it out for you you could if you need i don't think you want to suck these i really don't <laughs> i'm trying to suck it yeah every time i've tried to suck alcohol it never works well because it also includes you breathing in air and breathing in alcohol air while trying to drink it is just always a bad combination yeah you ever like try to suck up like a spilled shot and you're like no and then of you, course yeah and then you're like because you're breathing in alcohol yeah i mean a little bit different with beer but i, I know where you're going yeah where you're coming from you know the um, lane i'm walking down but yeah man so where's the the elbow lick oh elbow lick yeah here we go it's gotta go ahead and uh just contort my hand uh-huh. Yeah, okay, verified. Mm. He's licking his elbow right yeah. now. Get fucked. There's That's people that cool. are going to tell you, you can't lick your elbow. And I say, nothing's impossible, little baby. Dream deeper. Wow, you're Dude. far away. You're trying, though. The closest I can get is like five inches away. I can break close. Yeah. I think I got like weird double jointed shoulder joints or something along those lines. Maybe. Is it so I can also do the human jump rope where you interlock your fingers and you're able to jump rope style make them go oh, yeah. fully around your body without letting go of your interlocked fingers. And you can just go over and over and over again infinitely. I think I think the secret's actually you have to have a short uh, shoulder to elbow like ratio. Like that has to be because oh. mine's too long to reach the, uh, the mouth. Maybe it's because I'm a small skeleton boy with no muscles. Or a long neck. You need a, a long neck and a long tongue. Like a giraffe. Yeah. Whoa. Anyway, good to meet you, dude. Can you ride a giraffe like a horse? Yeah. Do people do that? Oh, yeah. Why Why are we settling with, like, horse jockeying when we could be, like, riding giraffes? Um, it's a good question. I guess we'll figure it out next episode. Yeah. But please... Let me know about yourself, dude. I am I'm collecting baseball cards right now of all my favorite people, and I'm I'm missing some stats on yours. Yeah. Um. So I'm also seven foot uh, two. Um, yeah, dude. We're looking eye to eye right now. <laughs> we're standing. We're just standing. How big are your feet? Doing the pod. Um, big feet. Twenty three. Twenty three. Oh my god. You were, you were twenty two, right? I was twenty two. I'm a imagine having such small you. feet. Man, I know. I'm a baby. Kind of embarrassing. I'm a loser. Yeah. No. Real uh, baseball card set of the week. Uh, I bought beer this week. Hmm. So I'm no longer a psycho that only drinks hard liquor and water. Yeah, um, but you drink IPAs, which is like the crazy person beer. It's the hard liquor of beer. Yeah, yeah, I agree. No, I guess t- t- when I'm in the, the grocery store aisle and I'm buying a beer, um, I've always been extremely cost effective just as a, as a buyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I look at the, the alcohol per dollar ratio, and that's the only reason I drink IPAs. I don't think they taste good. But, I think they taste like shit. Yeah, yeah. But this is 6.6% uh, alcohol. You can't beat your dollars worth. You know, there's a there's a clip out of context on Twitch of you and me during the Gambler 500, an event where we bought a car for five hundred dollars and raced it in the woods for a while. That's not important. We were in the grocery store getting ready, getting supplies for this long weekend in the woods, getting everything we needed. 
and we were streaming it. I had the camera on the grocery cart filming both of us, just having an authentic, uh, candid conversation. And you posed the question. You said, imagine this. We're going on a spaceship for the next couple years. What's the first thing and only thing we need? And on the same time, we go one, two, three. And I say Coors Light. And you oh, say hard liquor. Yeah. And it's my favorite out of context clip of all time. Because you're talking like, all right, we need to survive in space. What do we need? And both <laughs> of us bring up alcohol. Yeah. I mean, it, there's nothing like liquor to keep the spirits up in a desperate situation. And we've seen that time and time again in history. Amen. That's why it's, it, liquor doesn't keep you warm, but it keeps your soul warm. Mm-hmm. So when you're out in that frigid winter and mm-hmm. you don't know if you're going to make it or not, that little bit of vodka, that little bit of whiskey mm-hmm. gets you through it, mm-hmm. even if it doesn't really help you physically. It's a campfire for your throat. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, um, my campfire went out. We're really pro uh, alcohol in this podcast. Yeah. So. We also like, we're pro We're pro a lot of things. You guys ever heard of the devil's lettuce? Uh, What's that? I don't know. I was just, I was asking because I wanted to know. So like a salad? No one will fucking tell me. Oh yeah. Okay. So, uh, another thing we want to start doing is like updo, uh, updo. We gotta do some updos. Updates from, uh, our previous episodes. Yeah. And, uh, I think you have one about, I got this. about uh, Enrique's brother's phone. Quick update, Enrique's brother's phone. I drove back to Six Flags to retrieve it. W. They got it. Six Flags actually pulled off the incredible. They got a phone that flew off the Iron Rattler. And uh, it has no scratches. It works perfectly fine. Nothing wrong with it. I walked into that theme park, grabbed that phone from the lost and found, and despite the world, I put that phone in my pocket and went on the same roller coaster three times in a row, single rider. And that is how you live. Wouldn't it be be just hilarious if it flew out it's so fun <laughs> the thing is i wore separate uh different pants this time that had extremely deep pockets mm. but even though i had extremely deep pockets i cannot lie to you my hand was on that phone the whole fucking time i was scared shitless but i had to prove something and i think we did it w- were you with enrique's brother uh, when we went back, yeah, I went by myself to Six Flags. <laughs> I drove to Six Flags. My tires popped in the parking lot. It was a terrible time. And then to make myself feel a little better, I went on roller coasters until they closed by myself. What? So you had to buy a ticket to get the phone? I have a season pass because oh. it's a uh, classic Six Flags move where it's like, buy your ticket today, upgrade for $10 to go for a year. And then yeah. you get that upgrade and then you never go again. Yeah. Yeah, it's genius. But the ability to go. But the, the thought that I could go. You could south. wake up midnight, you're there. Yeah. There's a lot of people that get passes and never go. Yeah. It's genius. Makes sense. So smart. And uh, what did Enrique's brother say? Uh, I didn't get to give it back to him. So I got to give the phone to Enrique. And then Enrique had to drive the phone from Austin <laughs> to Dallas. For, for those of you who aren't familiar with Texas geography, that's like 100 hours of driving. That's like that's like crossing weeks. Europe yeah. twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going from like Switzerland to Russia, mm-hmm. something like that. Something along those Rough lines. Rough equivalent. Like if you're going from like the Eiffel Tower to uh, like the, uh, the, 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 you know, the other important Notre monument, Dame. All in one day. What is that? Oh, that's both in France. Notre Dame burned down. I know, but halfway. Halfway. But halfway. then, you know what's crazy? This is the thing. They actually use, I'm not sure if it's the right game, Assassin's Creed mm. legitimate did 3D modeling of the building, and they used those as references to re-sculpt that architecture. Yeah, I remember The that. best detailing of a historic document came from a video game. Hell yeah. Yeah. Everyone's always like, video games are a waste of time. Oh, yeah, you like the Notre Dame, bro? Well, we fix it. Gamers unite. 
And uh, everyone in France just uh, cried, and they yeah. don't know why, but it's because of your pronunciation of that. Notre Dame? <laughs> Notre Dame. Glad to hear about the phone. Yeah, you it's ready? back. We're good. You ready for our first segment? Hell yeah. Cool. What's uh, it called? What do we got this week? We're kicking it off with Trivia. Time for Trivia. So, trivia question four this episode. What artist had the highest grossing concert tour? Not adjusted for inflation. Not adjusted for inflation. Wow. I would say Taylor Swift as of right now. Uh, that's a great guess. That's a great guess. And honestly, uh, this question, so I checked, uh, this question was a year old. So Ooh, it could so be. It doesn't include current Taylor Swift. Yes. But can I, I'll preface it. Yeah. So as of a year ago, what is the highest grossing concert tour not adjusted for inflation? Beyonce single ladies tour. Excellent. Excellent guess as well. Uh, but no. But it is a modern it is a modern tour because you know the whole inflation thing. So that um, you know, do you want to make one more guess? Oh man, is it Ed Sheeran? Yes. yes! <laughs> I remembered him. I thought about him. I thought about him. Yeah. That's so exciting. It I was is. like, all right, okay, think, think, pop, think, pop, think, pop. I learned from last episode. That's incredible. Guess who? Yeah, I never would have guessed Ed Sheeran. No. I'm so excited. Yeah, well done, dude. Wow, I can't believe that. <laughs> I'm in love with the shape of Ed Sheeran. Uh, you're you're the lucky listener of the week. You know, like as a Taylor Swifty, I'm a I'm a Ed Sheeraner. Ed Sheeran. What do they call themselves? I'm a Sheer. I'm a Sheerhead. Ed Sheeran. I'm a I'm an Eddie. I'm an Eddie boy. Yeah, he doesn't have I'm any a good. She- I'm a Sheer bro. Sheer, I'm a, a Sheeranite. Ooh, that sounds like a that sounds like a place. Yeah. Damn. Ed Sheeran, shout out to you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Yeah, well, I, look, Ed Sheeran, up, we, we know you're listening right now. Bro. And uh, just, we're going to keep the references coming. So yeah, uh, stay tuned. Dude, you're sick. Oh, shit, man. Honestly, I think Edward Sheeran is a cool name. But you know what's a cooler name? John. And today, I present you something we have never done before. Something new. Uh, I'm going to have to present you with a couple of uh, people here. And you're going to help me out in deciding who is not just the strongest, but the best. I would like to call this... A John-off. I will now present to you three Johns. I have three Johns on the table, the table of Johns. It is not a round table. It is a triangular table, and they are sitting at each a spot. Love it. There is one grail sitting at the middle of this table, and you, the decider of the room, gets to decide who can grab this grail. Mm. And on that grail, it says, the best John. Okay. So I present to you three contestants, John, John, and the John. Who would you like first? Let's start with John. All right. So we're going to go with John here. Uh, Long John. You know, long Johns, long underwear, the Mm -hmm. classic uh, material you would wear in the coldy colder sin. That way you keep your balls warm. Yeah. Well, I got great news for you. Where did the word long John come from? Why are we calling our underwear Johns? I don't know. Great question. So back in the day, uh, the homie John Smedley, 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 invented what is known as uh, long underwear. He invented this exact type of pattern, exact type of style. Fun fact, the Smedley Company, the Smedley Company is still in business today. You can still buy knitted fabric from the Smedley Company. However, that is not who made Long John popular. The Long John, it was invented by a John, but that's subplot John. Introducing John L. Sullivan, an absolute hero and a legend, a boxer known as the Boston Strong Boy, the heavyweight champion from 1882 to 1892, uh, a man who also 
boxed bare knuckle. Which I mean, they oh. do that. Do they still? That's UFC, right? Is that bare knuckle? No, they have like so, little tiny boy gloves. Yeah, there's light padding on well, UFC, okay. but they do bare knuckle boxing, but it's like illegal. It's like street boxing. Right, right. Well, this is the man we take notes after. John L. Sullivan, the Boston Strong Boy boxer, would only fight. Get this. In his long johns and nothing else. He refused to fight in boxing shorts. He would not wear pants. Long John Sullivan only wore his underwear in the ring. Mm. And thus, long johns were coined. After our man, boxing legend who just wanted to be kind of naked. Badass. Gets underwear named after him. Yeah. I think, you know, when I think of this character, I thought of you. You're someone who does a lot of things in their underwear. Yeah. Constantly and forever. And in fact, I might even start calling long underwear long dons. Ooh. That's I something like I was that. thinking about. Yeah. Like or you that. could invent new long underwear that's just like a little shorter, like crop top long underwear. And we could <laughs> call those long dons. Like the three, qu- like and Capri. You can, and you can go fight people in them. Uh, something to think about. Just a brief side note. One, that's that's actually sick. Uh, in 1882 to 92, that's 10 years yeah. that this guy's fighting his underwear, just ruling in his uh, underwear. the boxing world. Um, also, we traded beers. We did. Brotherly style. Cheers. Sorry to steal. No, it's okay. Beers to you. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to note, uh, are Capri's the worst pants? Capri Suns? Capri's. Capri's. Yeah, they freak me out. It's like you're not committing to jorts or pants. Yeah, pick a side. Pick one. Pick a side. Like, what are you doing? Um, it looks like you are wearing, like, your cousin's pants. Yeah. And actually, we weren't going to do an unlucky listener of the week, but listen, if you're wearing capris right now, sorry. Yep. You got to punch chest. yourself in the butt. Punch yourself in the butt. That's how it goes. All right. Now, I need to present to you contestant number two. Oh, yeah. Now, would you like John number two, or would you like the John? Let's go with the John. All right. Well, the John. This is the John. You've heard of the John. The toilet, as they say. Mm. Back in the day, uh, people would refer to the toilet as the Jake, which is weird to me because uh, we don't call it the Jake no more. We call it the John. Now, the idea of calling it the Jake was you'd refer to it as your cousin Jake's toilet or whatever you would refer The toilet would be referred to as your cousin Jake's thing, utility, the water closet, if you will. The the toilet. The, the hole you shit in. Um, until... The homie, Sir John Harrington, relevant uh, to the Queen Elizabeth I, uh, it was one of her family members who was known as her saucy godson. (laughs) This is true. Quote, unquote, Sir John Harrington was the saucy godson because he wrote naughty adult poetry. Now, not only was he a naughty, naughty boy... Uh, he invented the first flush toilet. The first oh. toilet to have a flushing mechanism. So when you shit, it goes somewhere. Wow. It doesn't just like fall down a hole or do something silly. It flushes. So John Harrington took the name from the Jake to the John. Uh, the saucy godson erotic poetry fan fiction legend is our toilet creator. Fascinating. So currently we have Long John, the John. And I will present to you the inevitable, unless you have any commentary on the John. No, it just sounds like a real cool guy. Really cool guy. Without yeah. him, we would not be flushing. We'd still be using the Jake. We'd be using the Jake. And I was, <laughs> the Jake smell. No, thank you. That's so true. Yeah. So, good news. I bring to you Ron John. This is Ron John. You may be aware of Ron John from the famous surf company and surf store Ron John's, a massive surf industry company 
uh, a staple to the industry. I have been to and even have a Ron John board in my house, but I had no idea who the fuck this guy was before I did this segment. I did a two-hour deep dive before this whole podcast today to find out who is Ron John. Now, this guy, I would consider the Willy Wonka of surf surfing. People consider him a man with many skeletons in his closet, and it is true that there are not any pictures of him in the past 40-something plus years besides mugshots. Wow. <laughs> he will not let you take his picture. He will not let you know that he is the guy. In fact, uh, at one point, he was working at one of his shops under the name Joey Norton, uh, claimed to be Ron John's assistant. Now, Joey Norton was asked questions about uh, Ron John, and Ron John was apparently riding horses somewhere foreign. So uh, assistant Joey Norton stepped in. When asked by people pressing deeper questions into the Ron John story, they asked questions like, so how do you spell your last name? And quick thinking, he spelled Joey Norton as N-O-T-R-O-N, which is not Ron, a.k.a. thus alluding to Ron John, thus... He's saying, hey, it's me, but also don't ask about it. He doesn't want people to know who he is, but he wants to talk to people if he wants to talk to you. He's a wild man. Uh, he has multiple counts of drunk driving. Many. In fact, he lost his license recently. Uh, he was busted for trying to acquire meth in 1975 via a wiretap. Uh, he says that he was using the meth for long hours at work. And on his uh, trip to prison, he said, quote, unquote, I had fun in there. I make the best of things wherever I am. And he won't let you take his picture besides his mugshot. Crazy. Um, final fact about him, around 2008, he tried to create the world's greatest surf park, investing $9 million into a Florida near Ronjon surf theme park uh, where you would be able to surf in a wave pool that would be revolutionary, creating the most accurate representation of waves known to man. The gimmick and the thing that made it cool was the floor was able to shift, thus they can change the type and style of wave you would be able to ride. Unfortunately, when they started testing this bad boy out, after $9 million, they did not account for the weight and pressure of the pool uh, going through wave issues, or just having waves, and the pool literally cracked and broke right down no. the middle, and they had to halt the entire thing immediately, $9 million down the drain, bye-bye Ron John Surf Shop. Wow. Long story short, Ron John, the Willy Wonka of surfing, many mysteries... Who is he? I still don't know after so much research. God, he he keeps reminding me of the uh, the the antivirus guy. What's that guy? John Norton. Norton. Nor the Norton antivirus Very guy. Very similar. John McAfee. Yeah. John McAfee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what we're thinking. Um, no. Do you think he's just paranoid, or why the picture thing? What? I don't. I think he has a big paranoia thing. So the guy who was trying to reach out to him, he eventually did reach out to him, and he was like, "Why are you trying to contact me? What's yeah. going on?" And eventually, yeah. he ended up talking to him, and he said things along the lines of to the reporter. If you tell anybody that story, I'll kill you. <laughs> and he was joking. He says, I know people. Ha, 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 ha. This guy sounds like a shady, shady millionaire. Yeah. And uh, he's just living his life. He's still out there to this day. In fact, his name isn't even Ron John. His name is Ron Dimena. Uh, trying to pronounce it correctly, but it's Ron Dimena. Dimena. It's uh, not even Ron John. So he is very much a man living under facades of facades, masks under masks. And honestly, it's a Willy Wonka experience to me. I hope he's not a piece of shit. But uh, he's pro as, until then, that's the coolest shit. Yeah. Man's wildin'. Wow. Um, yeah. I, okay. I mean, it's no contest for me. Who's got um, it? It's, it's Ron John. Ron John. Man, he's Ron. got the story. Although, is he a John? Is he a John? He's Ron Demetta. Where's oh the John? Oh my god. 
I was this, I did two hours of research on him, and he even made me think he was a John. Mm. First, it's Joey Norton, it's Ronald Jonald. I don't even know this guy, yeah. and I don't think anybody ever will. No, but he's he's by far the coolest guy that you you talked about. What a nutty guy! Um, I would love to have a beer. I, playing a poker game with, uh, with Ron John and the McAfee guy, yeah, would be the best night of oh, your life. Insightful. <laughs> I would just be taking notes and Can I'd probably imagine? end up dead by the end of the match. You'd be dead. There'd Gone. be so many drugs. Yeah. And so much bluffing. Oh my god. Can you imagine? I could I can't imagine. I I almost want to. I'd lose my money. I would lose it all happily. In ten minutes. Oh, I'd be thrilled to lose it all. Um yeah, man. Okay, so uh, among so, the actual Johns. Yes, again, we're bringing it back to the triangle table. There is a goblet in the center. They are all sitting, looking at you, saying, Donovan, Donovan, we all tried our best in this life, but only one of us can achieve the best John. You have to give that goblet. (sighs) All right. um, Listen, I'm sorry. The John, you're going down the drain. It's going to the, Long John. Flushing him? Long John. It's going wins. Long John the W because Ron is even a John disqualification. Oh my God, the no, drama. No one saw it coming. Holy shit, Long Don? Long John? Yeah. I love that. Congratulations, Long John. John L. Sullivan, Boston Strong Boy, 1882-1892 world champion. And uh, yeah, I just want to say uh, that was back when men were men <laughs> that's when we would fight in our underwear late 19th century I don't see nobody fighting in their underwear I need to be fighting in my underwear just squaring up having yep. a good scrap bare knuckles uh, I miss the days scrapping my knuckles together I, I want to walk home bleeding uphill that's right I'm going to go 19 rounds back in my day I had to bleed uphill to the hospital what hospital? Exactly. The hospital is called Mom saying, I'll show you something to cry about, and then <laughs> gives you a bag of cold peas and tells you to do the lawn. She says, Stop complaining, stitches you up, and says, Get to work. It's coal mining time. Come on, son. We're in Indiana. Coal's not going to mine itself. Back when men were men and just died of leukemia at the age of 34. And all the kids are saying, We yearn for the mines. Please let us in. And uh, they would. They'd let them in. And now they play Minecraft. Whoa. Think about it. The kids yearn for the mines. Man, I'm constantly reminded that time is just a flat circle. Yeah. And Minecraft is a square block. <laughs> Long John, congratulations. You are the John. I'd like to raise a toast and a round of applause to Long John. You win. Yeah. Congratulations. Look, you're long dead. Uh, mm-hmm. Long John is long dead. but Long gone. But uh, you're not long forgotten. Mm-hmm. You know, the cool part about fighting in your underwear is sometimes you get hurt. Mm. And when you get hurt... Do you know what you need? What's that? God, I feel like I would need medical advice. Oh, well, uh, luckily for you, our next segment is called <laughs> Medical Advice. Wow, I'm iffy on this one. Pray. <laughs> this is completely accurate. Write this down. Lawfully given medical advice. I am a doctor. My name is Donovan. Wow. Um, Are you doing financial advice next week? Yes. Sick. And, and then, then therapeutic. And then legal advice. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's uh, sick, though. I just want to give you some uh, advice in your life that might be helpful, might not. Um, but this has to do with your mental health, mm. not your physical health. Uh, Please, I'm, tell me how can I improve my mental health? Yeah. Well, as as a... I'm not a therapist. Let me just... I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a doctor. Um, but... I am somebody who can read. Whoa. And I was recently reading uh, about something called eudaimonic happiness. Eudaimon. Have you ever heard of that? I'm the man. 
Udemon? Yeah, Udemonic. No. Um, have you heard of... Udemonic? I'm demonic. You can get rid of that. Have you heard of uh, hedonism? Hedonism? Yeah. It's when you, uh, you just uh, do your thing and fuck it. <laughs> that's exactly... Yeah, that's that's the medical definition, actually. That's what I was hearing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically, uh, there, there are these two concepts of what makes you happy as an individual. Uh, there is this kind of superficial fleeting happiness and that's derived from hedon hedonism or beer he yeah literally Whoa. beer Whoa. um or a good meal or going to a party or winning a game these are all like just little just jolts of dopamine that you get tiny right? w's and they they don't last too long but sure they do make you happy and you feel it right? sure do and this is the kind of like happiness that uh, our culture tends to reinforce, that American and, and a lot of modern cultures tend to re reinforce. It's easier. It's an easy win. It right? sure is. Um, but there's another kind of happiness. It's, it's, it's more long lasting and it's more from within. And that's what eudaimonic happiness is. Whoa. I think this was a concept that Aristotle created like 400 BC. Roughly. Okay. Um, so long time ago. But uh, what it means is it means you're living in, in accordance with your virtues, uh, that you're striving to be the best self uh, that you can be at all times. And it's really closely tied to this concept of self-actualization. Yeah. Have you heard of that? Yeah. The, the pyramid of needs. Yeah. The hierarchy. Maslow's hierarchy. Yeah. yeah. The boy. Exactly. Uh, and so it, it's sort of like uh, the combination of your personal growth, your autonomy, uh, your relationship and connections to others. Um, these all add up to uh, this concept of eudaimonic happiness. And so that's uh, just a breakdown of what it means. But the challenge that I want to give you and all the viewers this week okay. is just to uh, pursue something that boosts your eudaimonic happiness, that boosts your long-term, more sustainable happiness okay. rather than your hedonic happiness. So less beer? Le well, you can still do... Here's the thing, is both forms of happiness are important and contribute Whoa. to your overall well-being, right? So I'm not saying don't pursue things that make you happy in the short term. So more beer. It's <laughs> just the same amount of beer. Oh. Right? But maybe do something that uh, contributes to your, your feeling of personal mastery over your life as Ooh, well. like getting better at something. Exactly. Exactly. Like getting better at drinking beer. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Well, yeah. I'm getting better. I'm, it's competitive now. Yeah. It's a sport. But you can do both at the same time. That's so true. Yeah. I was trying to go for the shotgun world record at a point, but that shit's crazy. No way. I was within a second. Well, a second's a long time when it comes to shotgun. And that's what I found. Because what the total second is? Like, it's like two, two seconds. Point, two point. The point matters. It's like two point eight or something stupid. And yeah. I'm like, I'm at a three point something. Yeah, not and bad. I found out the length of a second. Yeah, yeah. It's about one second. Yeah, that was me trying to better myself. That was my demonic pleasures. Yeah, you demonic. I was doing my demonic pleasures, not my uh, hedon pleasures. Hedonia and eudaimonia. Yeah, eudaimonia too. <laughs> That's right. You demand you too, bro. That's right. That's sick, dude. That's sick. Anyway, that's uh, the medical advice for the week. I love that. I feel like I don't... I'm canceling my doctor appointment. I'm canceling therapy. I'm, I'm actually also canceling my financial advisor appointment. Good. And my uh, legal lawyer representation is also getting a letter saying I'm canceling. So I think you're my guy for all those things. Yeah, just call me up. For sure. I call appreciate you like taking the responsibility of legal, medical financial advice and all of the above yeah and a hundred percent and let me just uh as a as like a legal disclosure for the listeners all of this is a hundred percent real yeah and uh you can take my word for uh for granted not it's, mine yours yeah yes yeah perfect all right love it anyway thanks well, now for that we uh, learned something about our mental health 
Yeah. Really quick, speaking of mental health, let's all take a moment to take a deep breath. If you're listening to this wherever you're at, I need you to take a deep breath, and I want you to breathe out loud, like a loud breath, like a, ah, ready? We're going to do a deep breath on three. It's a one, two, and then a, and if you didn't do it just like that, you can do one more now, but we're going to keep going. Yeah. So um, thanks for that. Uh, next up, we have a very exciting. This is so exciting. Non-segment. This is our first ad read. We're jumping into advertisement territory. Hashtag ad, hashtag sponsored. And uh, the cool part about this ad read is there is nothing to read. Uh, our, nothing? Our sponsor gave us just a URL. Okay, so for backstory, I was at uh, breakfast with you today. We were doing business. We were making it happen. You called our sponsor up and he said, what, just go for it? He said, go to the website, which is pgpstaking.com. Wow. So let's, let's go ahead and uh, can you type that into the... I'll email? type that in, sure. And uh, so we're going to head over to pgpstaking.com. And while you do, uh, can I ask you a question? Yeah, sure. What's Cardano? Cardano is a cryptocurrency. This looks like a scam. It, what do you mean? Oh, it's by our friend though. Yeah, so no. it's not. No, it's, see it says stake with confidence. Oh! pretty good pool yeah so oh okay that's pgp pretty good pool not a scam and card card cardanza 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 it's like bitcoin for little boys okay yeah okay. so if you have some little boy bitcoin mm-hmm. go ahead and stop by pgp staking mm-hmm. and stake with confidence all right no i gotta be nicer here i'm talking shit pgp that stands for pretty good pool i'll tell you what and let me just say it's a pretty good pool if you're a cardano person if you collect that ada coin you can go ahead and stake that in pretty good pool with confidence that you're going to be in good freaking hands it's all about small pools in this decentralized world and cardano ada is the place it's the smallest it's the smallest pool but it's pretty good single pool operators are something we don't talk about enough sspos as you will what's the first s in single pool operators Single. Oh, single stake. Stake. What does it mean to stake? Oh, staking means you're putting in your money and they're just going to give you more. So, uh, what's Sounds the, crazy, What's huh? the downside? I don't know. Nothing. What the downside is you could lose it all in the crypto market and, but why would that happen? Okay. So it's an extremely dangerous, volatile investment. Yes. So I should go ahead and put all my money into pgpstaking.com. Not financial advice. Go all in. All right. Well, that was our first Adri, that was great. How much did we get paid? We need to disclose legally how much we got paid. Oh, we now, did the, get paid. We did get paid. The way we do our ad reads on this channel, I gotta let you know, that was all improv. Uh, we do ad reads based on an auction style, and it's gonna only keep on going up. So if you want to get an ad in on our show, it's 21 seconds. We went a little long that time. You got a good deal, but uh, it's an ascending. The numbers going up and up and up. So if you want an ad on the next episode, you're gonna have to pay more than the last guy. And that's just what it is. And now we're going to give you the big number. We were paid each individually. Wait. 250 Yeah. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. just got $2.50. That was our highest bidder this week. So if you have higher than $2.50, we have a platform for you. We're not popular yet, but listen, we will be. And listen, we will say anything. I don't care if it's real or true, if it hurts people. If you pay us, it's getting said. I just advertised crypto for $2.50. Now, quick uh, personal opinion. I say do what you want. It's like gambling. Sometimes you can win. Sometimes you can lose. But also, uh, don't put money in if you don't have money to lose. Real shit. If you're going to invest in crypto, imagine you lit that money on fire. Um, But if you want to have fun, go for it. Have fun. Be an adult. Do your thing. That's why we put a, uh, if you're a kid, get out of here disclaimer on the podcast. But we got paid. 
Thank you, Crypto. Thank you, Pretty Good Pool. Who's next? The highest bid is $5. And uh, real quick, I, I just, uh, I'm just i going to take that 250 that I just made from the ad. Huh? I'm going to put it straight into pgpstaking.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, well, the good news is that's our ad of the week. If you would like to uh, join us for ad of the week next week, uh, the current bid is $5. If you get 501 we can read whatever the hell you want. It could be a scam. I don't care. Uh, you ready for a fun fact? Ooh, I'm, yeah. It's time for a fun fact. Let's hear it. All right, here we go. It's going to be an interesting one. Uh, we just talked about advertising, and this one's pretty exciting. I see you looking at my notes here. I took notes. I really came in prepared for this podcast today. Have you heard about moonvertising? Never. Okay, now get this. Why do we have a giant ball following us around the whole time? It's a billboard. It could be, and why shouldn't it be? Oh. And you know what? Let me just say, people have tried, and people still are trying. People want to project uh, laser, projection, whatever it may be, on the moon as a billboard. This was such a real legitimate thing to the point where we actually had to make rules and legislation as how is it okay to advertise in space? As space is not just a national territory, but it's a territory for the people. You can't claim American laws on advertising in space because it's not America. You can't claim any laws from any country besides the world's law. So mm. uh, we came up with a thing called the Outer Space Treaty in 1966 that set a principle for international space law. It determines that all states and countries and regions and all of that have the right to freely explore outer space and do what they want with it. The only thing that it really specifically gets at is it cannot be obstructive or intrusive to space in general. But this treaty uh, with those terms allows for free access to space, so space advertising is not subject to global prohibition. Wow. Thus, you can advertise in space. Now, the question is, what would that look like? What is uh, good space advertising and what is bad space advertising? Personally, I think all of it's bad. You shouldn't be, you don't need to put Coca-Cola in the sky. But also, I get the appeal. It, it, the whole world gets to see it. Your demographic is the entire planet and maybe more. It's pretty freaking nuts. Now, as I mentioned, the big rule with space advertising is it has to be non-obtrusive. Uh, the FAA actually has regulations determining obtrusive to mean anything, quote unquote, capable of being recognized by a human being on the surface of Earth without the aid of a telescope or other technological device. So if you were advertising in space and you were able to see it with just your pure bare eyes, that is considered obtrusive, thus uh, at least within America, you are not allowed to advertise in space in that obtrusive way. However, if you were to shoot, so let's say, a Tesla into the sky, that is legally sound as you would need a telescope to see it. Um, thus, that was how Elon Musk was able to shoot a Tesla into the freaking sky. Now, that is not the only successful attempt at space advertising. Pepsi, in 1996, paid approximately, it looks like, $5 million to have a cosmonaut float a replica of the company's soda can outside the window and just take a couple videos. Uh, Pizza Hut in 2000 paid approximately $1 million to have the company logo on a proton rocket launched to the International Space Station by Russia. Uh, and in 2001, Pizza Hut delivered a six-inch salami pizza to the International Space Station. <laughs> so you are allowed to advertise as long as it is not something the general public can see with their bare eyes. 
this was mostly figured out in 1993 when an American company known as the Space Marketing Inc. proposed launching a one kilometer by one kilometer illuminated billboard into low Earth orbit. Um, wow. And that is when they had to actually step in and say, okay, that is considered obtrusive. Thus, we have now figured out the difference between obtrusive and not obtrusive, and it was if you can see it without a telescope. But yeah, the FAA has rules on it. Now here's what's crazy. Let's say another country wants to do it. Who's going to stop them? It's yeah. space. Yeah, good point. You can have the uh, Outer Space Treaty for the whole planet. You can have your American rules, but we're in space, baby. Who's going to stop you? You going to go take that thing down? Yeah. Anyways, space advertising. Do you like it? Do you hate it? I don't want it, but also we're living in a world where I think within our lifetime, it's going to be experimented with. Yeah, definitely. And it's going to be interesting. Yeah, that that's... Uh, Moonvertising. It's like the same thing with, uh, like, you have international waters on Earth. Exactly. And it's like, if you, what is it? You can murder somebody? Very much so. So a lot of murder actually happens on cruise ships because uh, when you're on a cruise ship, uh, the flag you fly on the ship often is the, what is it, the legislation field that is allowed to work on the case of mm. the murder. So they're out of, like, your jurisdiction is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, so... For example, if you're on a Carnival Cruise Lines or even the Disney Cruise Line, you think they got an American flag on their ship? These fellas do not. And the reason being, you also pay taxes Tax to whoever you claim your ship belongs to. Yeah. So the American cruise ship industry, I'm pretty sure practically none of them are actually paying to American taxes or flying American flags. They are under the uh, Bahaman flag. And man, just sorry if there are any cruise ships listening to this. Uh, Y'all suck. The stupidest industry on this planet, probably yeah. cruise ships. I mean, it's all, all the crude oil that they use to, it's to just- It's so bad. It's horrible. It really sucks because as a theme park person and a, and a fun fan, my left, my, my fun brain goes, yay, fun boat in water. And then I think about it for more yeah. than three seconds yeah. and I just get really bummed out. I'm like, this could yeah. be so cool. And it's, it's not, it's so bad for the environment. It's a great idea. But they're cool. But yeah, what, yeah. it's just, if, when I'm president of the world, first. I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, we're legalizing a whole bunch of drugs. Yeah. And then cruise ships out of here. See ya. Um, but yeah, dude. Okay. So space moonvertising. Yeah. Moonvertising. Definitely. I agree. I think within our lifetimes, this is going to be a thing. I think it's really interesting that already like the instances of it were conducted by the Russians. Like it makes a lot of sense. Basically they have no rules. Like they'll, they, you know, no shame. They'll take the money. Fuck it hours. Um, and yeah, who's going to enforce it? Like you put that billboard up there, like the U S going to shoot it down. What are you going to do? Going to go send your space guys to just like uninstall it. Yeah. And then also, this leads to the next question. We see, okay, we live in a world. There's a space billboard. We see it. Who's going to be the first space graffiti artist? Mm. Who's going up there vigilante style and writing my nuts on the McDonald's ad? It's a great question. It's a rad three. Or, or it's going to be you or me. It's going to be you. Know, Somebody's going to do it. Who, Banksy. It's, Banksy's going to fly up there and he's going to write, your mom. Yeah. That'd be sick. But yeah, honestly, if it does get shot down, it's honestly better advertising. True. Like everyone's going to hear about it. WW. And it's going to land on some people too. Yeah. Or win, the, win, the win. Disintegrate. You'll just see your logo burn into flames in the sky. Coca-Cola. <laughs> Uh, yeah, cool, man. That, I like that. Fun yeah. fact. Yeah, that's my fun fact. Hey, I got, I got a question for you. Oh, yeah, I love questions. Would you like to take a tinkle? I love <laughs> thee! I thought you'd never ask! <laughs> All right. Oh, man, let's freaking get out of The boys are taking a pee-pee break. We'll be right back. 
Yo, so uh, as usual, I just uh, want to debrief on that pee. That was a great one. <laughs> well, I don't know if it was great. Uh, Why? The, your stream. Yeah, no, I started it up, and you know when like your car is like a... And then it starts actually going. Yeah. I feel like that was my peeing experience where like it started off like, you know, spraying like a crazy daisy sprinkler style, like a fire went off and it was trying to get the whole room from above. But then it became straight as an arrow. But it, it no. took a second. At no point was it straight as an arrow. Well, uh, neither am I, but it took a second. That was a drippy faucet pee, man. Yeah. And uh, it's cool. It's Look, everybody has them. That's true. But uh, it's been a while since I've seen you drip that much. Yeah, I'm, I dribbled today. That dribble, was, a, dribble, that was a dribbler. A little dunk. Yeah. A little dribble, dribble, dunk. Now that we've discussed our pee and how it went. Yeah, I think it's time for one of our last segments of Whoa. the app. This is going to be one of my favorites, second oh. to softcore play at home. Oh. This is <laughs> Tragedy Dad Joke. Yay! So, today's tragedy, would you mind bringing up the notes? You know, i got to be honest with you. I feel like a tragedy and a dad joke used to be like a scary segment for me. I'd be like, oh man, I hope this doesn't get too, you know, edgy. Then after softcore play at home, I just feel like there's really nothing I should be scared of anymore. Like, that was the peak of being scared. Yeah, I think, look, the whole point of all of these segments is to desensitize you. Eventually, I just want to be talking about crazy shit. Uh-huh. And, uh, and have you be okay with it. But I'm I, working on I it. I have to bring you through the kiddie pool, through the shallow end. Eventually, we'll be able to swim in the deep end. I'm going to be reading a tragedy to Austin. His goal is to make a dad joke about it immediately after. I'm going to try it. But like I said, I, I take it back. I actually hate this segment. And uh, the rules of the game, this tragedy has to have occurred at least 69 years ago. Or the victim has to have at least $6.9 billion. Dollars. All right. And uh, so this victim, let me just tell you, definitely did not have $6.9 billion. But this occurred in the 1830s. A long time ago. All right, you ready? Yes, I, as ready as I can ever be. Okay. Ooh. A nine-year-old boy oh, named God. James Driscoll, who was said to be a fine, intelligent child, stole three farthings from his mother. What's a farthing? It's, it's a unit of currency. Uh, when she discovered the theft, she decided to punish him by putting him in a vault under a church on Lime Street, where he was kept for two days and one night. When released, it was reported that the nine-year-old, again, he's nine. Oh! had undergone a remarkable change. <laughs> According to his parents, he seemed scarcely conscious of existence or recognition. Aww. His physical powers were equally depressed. In fact, his parents became so concerned about his behavior, they took him to the London hospital. Doctors examined Driscoll and reported that he was sometimes sane and other times insane. When questioned about his experience in the vault, he would shriek, appear frightened, and say, There she is. There is the lady in white. Oh, God! I told them they would kill me when they put me in there. Uh, and after such an outburst, he would then relapse back into a state of indifference and cry out to God asking pardon for his sins until he finally wasted away and died a complete skeleton. So that's the story of oh James my Driscoll. God! Yeah. There's nothing funny about that. Poor boy. He, he stole from his mom. He's nine years old. She put him under a church for two days. He came out just seeing ghosts mad. Well, I guess that's what you get for investing in farthing coin. Uh, again, this uh, episode sponsor, PGP Staking. Yeah, that's Cardano, not farthing. I would. That's why in farthings, when's the last time you heard about farthing? It's been a while. Literally, who? I actually don't know what, what is a farthing. Can what we the look fuck's up? a farthing? Can you look up what a farthing? I'm so is? hung up on the farthing that I can't get farther than that. 
<laughs> right? That was, See? that was better. That was there better. There we go. I don't know. You're a medium dad. You're a medium dad. I'm, I would love to be a hot dad someday. You got one more? I can try. Yeah, it's going to come naturally. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll wait to give you the final diagnosis uh, until you, you, you have your last dad joke on that. But uh, let me just say you're bad and average. really bad. Yeah. It's I just, I'm just, like I said in the first episode, we don't have children yet. And I think once we have the God-given gift of children, look at the God-given gift of being funnier in a non-funny way. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, like I said, we need to work on our assignment. Make children. You haven't uh, been working on that? You have? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I guess that's for next week's update. Yeah. No, I I was at the club last week, uh, saw this beautiful dolphin. Oh, my. Yeah. And let me tell you. That's crazy. Let me tell you. Freaky. Uh, that's, that's right. crazy uh anyway it's a I'm tragedy glad. dad joke yeah that's how it goes wow uh you know i wish i had better dad jokes towards tragedies i'm just so sad about poor little boy yeah do you even remember his name yeah no because i was <laughs> i i'm so i well, who is the woman in white what there's so many details what's a farthing yeah no wait jamie can you pull up what a farthing is what's a what literally what the fuck is a farthing i'm gonna google it farthing yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. For everybody at home, he just Googled F-A-S-R-T-H-I-G-N. Fasrthrigan. Farthing. A former monetary unit of coin in the UK. Withdrawn in six, 1961 equal to a quarter of an old penny. Wow. It was the least possible amount in the currency. So he stole three quarters of a penny from his mom and she put him in a church for two days. Man, she took his, she, he took her 75 cents and she really gave him his two, her two cents. Oh, You're man. a bad dad, man. I, You're I, a really I bad suck. dad. You're a I super suck, bad dude. dad. It's embarrassing. Uh, we need- Farthing better than farting. Okay. Okay. But you got to stop. It's, I did like the the damage is done. Uh, We're gonna put you under a church for two days, and whatever happens, happens. The woman in white's gonna get me. You're fucked. I told them they'd get me. But maybe if you have a baby with a woman in white, you'd be funny. I hope so. Let's hope so. <laughs> Never wish that she just weren't born. Yeah. Like you don't want to die. No. But you just you're like, what if I just didn't get squirted? I sometimes wish like, what if I could have just been a cat? Yeah. Just meow. Yeah. Live just long enough to like be able to lick your butthole a couple times, but not too long to like see everyone die. I mean, you can live, you can lick your butthole. Can you? Ugh. I don't think you can. Look, you can lick your elbow. I don't think you can. I can lick my butthole. I don't, I, you gotta show me right here, right now. Some Cirque du Soleil shit. Okay. Well, that's for next episode. Yeah. Huh? I'll show you. I'll lick everybody's butthole. <laughs> This is the part of the podcast where we got the last 25 minutes out, and it's great. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. so uh, just a little fun fact for, uh, we were editing episode two of uh, Last Two Brain Cells, and we cut a lot of the uh, end of the mm-hmm. podcast. We, I was hitting, like, I won't I won't speak for you, but I was hitting the tequila uh, pretty hard that episode. speak for me, I wasn't, but I had a couple cores of lighting tins, and I streamed earlier that day and drank. Yeah, we, we were clearly drunk, and uh, it was not... Uh, not a good idea. Not something you wanted to hear. Yeah. 
So, cheers to that. Cheers, dude. And we'll keep going. So, uh, we're getting ready to wrap up here, but before we do... You know, gargling an IPA is very different than gargling a Coors Light. Yeah. When you gargle an IPA, you can taste, like, decades and decades of work and labor and the hops and the brewer's love and the furnace it was burned upon. And when you drink Coors Light and you you gargle it, it just tastes like river water, which is kind of sick. Dude, did you ever go to uh, Golden, Colorado? That's where they, they dip the cans in and then close them? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, I've never been, but I've heard in lore. It's it's actually a beautiful it's place. It's like the Blarney Stone to me. I want to kiss it. You got to go. You got to go. You got to yeah. go there on your knees like a pilgrimage. I will. And then kiss the cores. I would love to. And, and then, then you have the shotgun on the mountain. Yeah. And then you refill the can with another can of Coors natural water. I think that's how it goes in the scripture. Yeah. Yeah. And then they reseal it. Right. That's how they do it. Um, Jesus would have wanted nothing less. I'm sure of that. All right. Well, speaking of things we talk about on this podcast, uh, one more thing. You, why are you gurgling it still? <sighs> I don't know. It's like a jacuzzi of beer in my mouth. Yeah. Um, sounds bad. Okay. So I think we got one more big important thing we got to talk about, and it's the elephant in the room. It's a new segment. Ooh. We got to have a new segment. So, uh, listeners, we're trying to do a thing here where we have reoccurring segments, but we're trying to spice it up like a spicy salad uh, once uh, once in a while. Spicy. You know, put something crazy in there. Uh, and today's new segment is called Ethical Discussion. <laughs> what a good name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I present to you today's ethical discussion. And if you have one too, feel free to bring it. And if you have any recommendations as to ethical discussions, let us know however you can. Just type it in and send it to us. Send us an email. Send us whatever you can. Give us a fax. Just yell it. Um, but here's my ethical question of the week. Ethical discussion. So, here's the story. Close your eyes, if you will, metaphorically. You can keep them open, especially if you're driving a car or working hard. No, close them no matter what. You can open them at some point, please. But, imagine this. I got in some sort of tragic accident in which I lost my right leg. Mm. Now, I'm okay. However it happened, my leg is gone. Now, I present to you a question. Cannibalism. It's bad, right? Uh, That's your question? Yeah. No. Okay, so this will be easier for you. I present to you, I lost my leg, and as a human being who is still alive, I would like to put my leg served by the finest chef who has ever made meats of any sort to prepare my leg into a delicious meal for my friends to devour because I don't want to waste. I want to sustainably put my energy back into the world in a reasonable way. And if we eat animals, I want to offer my leg to my friends. And so I invite you to dinner and I say, hey pal, I lost my leg in a tragic accident. I have had it prepared by a fine chef. Would you and will you eat my leg with me? And is that okay? Uh, Okay, so... Really quick, I have to give credit where credit's due. This was Alejandro, my friend in college, the homie, the man, a legend's big question we would talk about all the time at parties <laughs> because people have jarringly different results. And I implore you, the listener, what would you do? If I invited you, I said it would really mean a lot to me. You can say no. I'm not like pressuring you in a scary way by any means. Like you will still be my friend. There's no consequences to saying no by at all, by any means. If I said it would mean a lot to me, if you would help me eat my leg, what would you do? Let me, absolutely. Yeah, and I know you would. That's the thing. That's why this is so easy. Um, But I know a lot of people are in a position where they'd say, no way. But that's just a weirdo move. You're just wasting a leg. It's a Um, waste. 
But okay, here's the th- so I've always been more anti-waste than anything else <coughs> in my life. I, waste not, want not. I'm not uh-huh. a religious man, but that's always been something that I stand by. Yeah. Um, ah! And sorry, scary room. This falls. People, I, things happen. But I, I don't mean that just in the sense of uh, food, but I, I mean in, in opportunities. Don't squander an op- Don't waste an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to eat my homie, of course I'm there. That's quite an opportunity. I'm there three times. I'd eat you back. Thank you. I would. Would absolutely. you? No, no. Would you really? Yeah. Would you really? One thousand and a half percent. That's like a no okay. doubt. In my, I'm a very picky eater, and you are on the menu. That's so cool. I mean, hey, man, you're that on actually the top. Means, means a lot. Oh my god, yeah. That we means went more. To, like I said, the original pancake house today, and I ordered off the senior menu. Yeah. And you know who orders off the senior menu? Smart people who've lived for a long time. Now I'm young, but I ordered the smart uh, option, and you are a smart option. Hey, thanks. I eat the shit out of you. Okay, um, so I have a follow-up question after this, but I just I, I do think this is an interesting like is cannibalism in general okay? And it, I, I think we see this a lot in nature, but we do like to distance ourselves from other animals as humans. We we're special and shit, but I don't think we are. I think meat is meat. Mm-hmm. We are made of flesh, and uh, why not try it? And so there's there's one argument against it that I understand, I'd love which to hear is it. prions. Do you know what prions are? Brian, these nuts, bro. That's all I know about that, dude. So, yeah, that, yeah. that's exactly right. These nuts jokes are going to get less and less funny. And then the cool part is in 10 years, they're going to get extra funny again. Like your mom. Your mom's funny again. So uh, this, this, that one's for my friends in 2033. Shout outs to you. Yeah. Sorry well, it's hot. We're suffering in 2023. It's really, they're out here like, bro, it's only 103 fucking losers. Must be nice. That's what they're saying. In 2020, in 2033. They're like, 103? What is it, a cold day? We should make a bold prediction segment. Yeah, my bold prediction is we're fucked. But yeah, okay, so prions, basically, I, I think <laughs> it might just be if you eat uh, other human brain. Uh, oh. you, you, you get this little... You get their knowledge and memories like an avatar. Would be tight. Would be tight. I'd be terrifying. eating mad brain. You also get, like, their bad memories. Dude, can you imagine? Like, you don't just get, like, good memories. It's bad memories, too. Like, you're going to be like, oh, I'm in, I'm in the war. I'm in the war. <laughs> My friend. Oh. You, have to, you have to live that shit, too. Listen, if, if you could get all of the intelligence of a person, but you had to just eat their ass for a good 30 minutes, who would you, would you eat and who would you eat? Wow. That's a big question. I would have to go ahead and go back in time. Yeah, it's this fine. is a real question. This is okay. This okay, really quick. <laughs> this is a we gave up segment warning about what we talk about. We're adults. We're adults. I'd go back in time and I eat Jesus Christ's asshole. <laughs> the real figure, real man, Jesus. I would eat his ass, and then I'd say, "What's up?" And he'd have to tell me. Wow, you would know everything Jesus knew. Everything, because you ate his. Ass. Yeah, and I think I minutes. think if you're a good, devout, religious individual, you should too. Everybody should eat Jesus' ass. He washed. Is that what you're saying? He washed people's feet. Yeah, that's gross. Eating ass is like one step above that. I I just dis- two steps. Two or three. Two or three. Oh, okay. Maybe one or two. Um. Yeah. No, that's a good one actually. Yeah. I can't think of a better one than that. Or you could ask Jesus. Yo, Jesus. You know how you turn water into wine? Can you turn your ass into like a delicious cake? Dude, you know Jesus's ass naturally tastes like vanilla and saffron. Dude, you think that shit don't taste yummy? You think Jesus's ass is not Kool Aid good? Like he is a human, flesh and blood on God, on God, on gang. But like he also has got to taste good from behind. Jesus's ass—it's like mm, I'm trying to. Jesus, when I'm when I'm tasting uh, Jesus, you know, what I, you know what I'm yelling? Huh. I'm yelling Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
This one's the Jesus Christ. Hey, thank you so much, Jesus. Uh, every time I'm up in that church, uh, eating the holy sacrament, what's it called? Mm-hmm. When you eat the little biscuit? The wine is my blood. But there's a biscuit. The wine is on blood. What's that biscuit? That's on crib. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, really quick, if this is an abrupt jarring cut, it's because we have been off the shits for a couple seconds. I think yeah. potentially you had an ethical question to bring back to me. I did and did not fart in it, this box. It was the lady in white. Dude, okay, really quick, actual business. I'm not even fucking joking. Uh-huh. You know how we sell farts online? We sell bath water, we sell farts, we sell anything. Yeah. We need to sell Schrodinger's fart boxes. Did we fart? Do not open it because in this box is and is not a fart. Wow. We could sell Pet Rocks made billions. We can make a shitload of money off Schrodinger's fart boxes. Dude, we're making Ed Sheeran concert money. Nerds everywhere are buying 25 for j- Christmas jokes. We're getting on Shark Tank for that. But the thing, we have we actually have to fart in some of them. Yes. It has to be real. I agree. Um, I, the, here, here's the thing. I personally was thinking about farting in all of them ooh, for integrity What a sake. prank would that be? Not even a prank. I just think that's the in- integral to my honor. As a human, I think it's the right thing to do. I'm going to live my life with these boxes at my side. And whenever I feel one ripping, I'm going to line them up in a line. And I'm just going to crop dust, ass blast a line of them. And then I'm going to close the box as quickly as I can. And that's like, what, 10, 15, 30? I can do this. You're not going to fill 15 boxes in one fart. You know my rips. I think you're ripping five boxes at a time. You can check Sunny Brew's stream on Twitch. Uh, We did a sleeping stream recently. And I had this funny bit where I, she was like, we're doing a sleeping stream. And I said, where? And she said, in our room that we sleep. So me having to do a sleeping stream, not on my stream, I said, you know what? I'm going to rip ass all night. So I ripped tons of farts. They're documented. And uh, I've got the reviews. Chat said they were good. Yeah. Well, look. I I, I can fill 30 to 50 boxes. At least a big tub, a jacuzzi, or a bathtub, or a bear full of farts. And not in one single fart. That's all I'm saying. Is it, no, no, no. I think it overnight, sure. But uh, I've been witness to many of your farts over the years. That's uh, true. Over the almost stale decades. and stinky. They're stale and stinky, of course. Um, and you got some big boys. I do. But they're not. They're not ten jars. But if I run, if we both peed running backwards across crosswalks in the past, and some would say that's impossible. I would say that was a Saturday for us. Yeah, I mean, look, I, you're a visionary in a lot of aspects, whether it's pee, whether it's farts, but... Now, what? I do have to say really quick, we're on Tangent City, and we might need to keep this. Um, I need to stop us from going on tangents, and by uh, to help us do that, I'm going to tell you a quick story. Uh-huh. Do you know about the fart jar girl who actually went to the hospital? No. This is real. Oh, there yes. A fart jar... Uh. Expert. So fart jars were the trend. It was the time coronavirus just came out. We just wanted to smell anything that wasn't our <laughs> own house, dude. So uh, homie starts smelling farts. Uh, and to start inducing more farts, this uh, female individual started eating and ingesting food that would specifically make her fart. She created a thriving, uh, seethingly beautiful business, ripping with farts. Putting farts in jars day in, day out, day in, day out, to the point where she actually hurt herself and had to go to the hospital and retire from the fart jar game. She had to give up her passion and talent due to medical restraint within one year. So I know these Schrodinger fart boxes might be a little dangerous, but I'm willing to risk my life for this business. All right. So long story short, we uh, went on a couple tangents. Uh, We're going to have to cut out a lot of that. But uh, the answer to the question is I would love to eat your leg. 
legitimately like I think it would be a great opportunity to just try something new to just try human and I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with uh, cannibalism in general I think that's totally cool it's wasteful not to eat each other Um, and I'm I'm genuinely speaking from the heart like I I don't understand why people are so against it I think Um, I'd be yummy yeah do you think I would taste good your leg yeah I think you'd taste good yeah so I feel like humans are kind of like like tender not tender. The opposite of tender. Anti-tender. <laughs> exactly. You mean yummy? Um, but still, yeah, for sure. I'd sauce you up. You know, Aww. barbecue sauce. What sauce would you put on me? Probably barbecue. I think I'd put ranch-flavored popcorn seasoning on your leg, and then I would cut yeah. it with a little fork. Yeah. And I'd go, and yeah. I'd eat it up, and I'd go, <gasps> and in that moment, I would just, like, straight have a brain blast Jimmy Neutron moment thinking of your entire life everything you did with that leg yeah. I would remember right in that moment that's a lot of bite. a lot of things I know with that leg. running hiding swimming hiking all of it mostly hiding mostly hiding you, yeah. you, you've, you're still hiding I've done a lot of hiding. Are you hiding from a lot that's okay all right let's jump into the last segment this is a new segment for us and I'm very excited uh, about it this is the last two brain cells drop this is an homage to a podcast we love known as the Doughboys they've been doing this for a long time and we'd like to try something similar long story short viewers and listeners are able to create a short audio segment composed medley of previous stuff from the podcast that is something that will be a lot for us to listen to whatever it may be now we're gonna listen to it live for the first time candidly authentic reaction style and uh whether we have guests or not we'll listen to it with them or without them but this week's drop is brought to you by podcast rike and i think the best way to describe what it is is to just listen to one so you don't jump the hell into it sounds perfect man. i'm excited yeah thank you podcast rike it's time for this week's drop listening to this album you are literally and i cannot stress this enough literally oh my entering my mind <laughs> and if you are not willing to accept my emotion and hear my words fully okay, dude. do not listen Yo, rest in peace i value man. your money Legendary, i value acceptance and loyalty here is my pain and thoughts <laughs> words enrique what are you doing are we allowed to have this knows that it will help cure it's up to enrique. at least numb your depression I love you. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. Oh no! I've made. How much come do you think you've made? <laughs> <laughs> like I've sometimes wondered if I had a swimming pool, an empty swimming pool, and all of the cum I've ever okay. ejaculated okay. in that swimming pool. You're not filling how? a swimming pool. Oh, come headshot. Come sit down. Come. Oh my Stay god. Come. come totem pole style cock. Like how high can you come? I'm Bellagio fountaining this this cum. Disney's World of Color. <laughs> Why is that cum gonna shoot? To be honest, can I? Uh, how honest? Right. Are you? <laughs> the cool part is we can delete the entirety of this segment if it's not sick. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna fuck. Fuck. Four and a half feet. Four and a half feet. Wow. You measured that. Four and a half. Tragedy is called Crash of Dragon Repeat in Afula Two Killed. Okay, all right. That sounds like a Fortnite update. That does not sound like a real life event. No, this happened. This happened, and oh, let me tell you, it happened in 1936, December 30th. Now, would we like to explain what this segment is supposed to be? Oh, it's kind of tragic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this segment, it's a challenge to us. Yeah, it's a very light and then heavy segment. Wait, heavy and then light. Where basically, I'm gonna tell you about a tragedy, uh, and then. Uh, 
Austin is going to tell you a dad joke. To make you feel better. Right after. So I feel like most podcasts these days, <laughs> the season is, you know, let's feel better. Let's tell good news. This is the Good Morning Good News Podcast. Now, good news is great, but also, well, you got to talk about the bad news in a while. And now we have set rules and standards for tragedies. Respectfully, out of respect, respectfully, we will respectfully respect a timeline. Yeah. The tragedy cannot be within the last 69 years. <laughs> and if the tragedy affected anyone who has less than 69 billion dollars, then it, we can't talk about it. Yep. <laughs> what in my diet is making my pee so fried? My diet's making my pee look so crazy. To be honest, and maybe no clue. Anyways, I just opened a brand new course here because yeah, I figured he out, he in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Equal equilibrium. Yeah, you that's exactly what equilibrium means, actually. I'm impressed. They're calling again. I think if you get rid of a large amount of liquids in your body, what is a boy to do? Any type. You gotta put it right back in. Wow. Oh my god, holy shit. Okay, Enrique. What a first drop. He outdid himself on that. That was incredible. I'm worried about getting sued by Kendrick Lamar and and an ex's producer. It was, uh, that was what we call, um, um, what do the people call it these days? That was... uh, A tribute? No, no, no. That was legally sound. um, When you change it, legally for parody. Oh, that was a parody. Creative Commons. Yeah. That was Creative Commons. Okay. It's commonly creative. Totally fine. Something like that. Wow, though, dude. That was good. That was great. Yeah, thanks, man. Good All job. Right. I gotta say, uh, Enrique wanted us to rate that out of five. How would you give that out of five? That's a five. I'm gonna get a five as well. That's a five. I mean, honestly, first place so far. <laughs> if you want to send one in to compete with Enrique, please send it in. I thought that was pretty uh, uh, solid. I had some moments that just... Oh, Chance man. Shivers down my spine. Yeah, my hair? Shivers. You, you feel this? I can see it. It's standing up on edge. So thank you, Enrique. Feel free to submit your own drops uh, for next uh, for coming episodes. Hell yeah. But holy shit. Thanks for listening to our podcast. It's been a fun one. Yeah, thanks for tuning in to Last Two Brain Cells. Hell yeah. We're going to be on all platforms. Make sure you give this a good old up glory and uh, Blazington on any platform you can. A like, a repost, a reblog, whatever the fuck it takes. Tell anybody. Thank you so much. And uh, listen, if you're Ed Sheeran or you're Shell or BP, if you have just a ton of dough, yeah. feel free to throw it on our faces. Uh, we'll say whatever you want that that the you know people are gonna listen to, people are gonna buy your oil or whatever. whatever. I don't care if it's blood diamonds. Uh, we just want to make money. So a large amount. Uh, yeah. So let us know. Uh, we want to do this full time for real. Uh, and. Uh, Yeah, cool. Thanks for tuning in. Hell yeah. Hey, wherever you're at, we hope you have a great freaking day. And if you're not having a great day, let's turn that bummer day into a summer day. Big love from Blasted Brain Cells and uh, peace. Bye.